I'm not trying to be hyperbolic, but I'm just saying how it is. If a citizenship question goes on the census, democracy is over. Full stop. Dies in your house. Exclusively on Least Coast Radio. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and are not of my employer. until November of 2020 to get our act together as a country, as a nation, to correct this injustice. And the biggest injustice in the world was allowing a foreign power to install a criminal into the White House and turn an administration into a fascist crime syndicate. That must be corrected. And we only have a little, there's only one more election we have to correct it, or this whole thing is over. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that lived. I never met any of the founding fathers, but I'm sure if they were listening to Least Coast Radio right now and brand new episodes of Dies in Your House, they would agree with the sentiment. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Least Coast Radio. Get us on Patreon, at Least Coast Radio. Vote. Blue Wave 2020. Let's make it happen. Least Coast Radio for the least heard voices. Every weekend. We here on Least Coast Radio are trying to fight the rising tide of fascism. The noun fascism is usually defined as a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. Yeah, we don't we don't want any of that in America. So we gotta we gotta stop it. We gotta put out the fire now. Stand down, boys and girls. As liberals, not even as liberals, as Americans, as patriots. As people that like democracy, the only thing we can do right now to fix our country is use our weapons. And our weapons are our voices, our handmade signs, and social media. Get the message out there. Voting. Voting is key. Elections have consequences. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that lived. Representing Staten Island. Staten Island was no joke. Hey yo, who's in the house? Dies in your house. What is the word, peeps? What goes on? It is not the weekend. It is the 4th of July, Independence Day. And we are back here on Least Coast Radio with another action-packed edition of Dies in Your House. What is this madness you've stumbled upon, you may ask yourself? Well, it's a vehicle to help people learn the importance of voting. Because I am here to badger you 
every single week about voting, voting, voting. Because it is time we took our country back from the fascist crime syndicate that is running this nation. A fascist crime syndicate that was installed by a hostile foreign power by way of hacking stuff like that. Active measures is what got us here. And if you're wondering what fascism is, hey Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of radical right-wing, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition and strong regimentation of society and of the economy which came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. Yeah, early, early 20th century Europe is not around now because fascism sucks and we're not here for it. We're here for democracy. And that means getting out to vote because your vote matters. This is a new era in politics. This is the accountability era. We got the internet. We can research all of that. So when people say, oh, Kamala Harris locked up 5,000 mothers for smoking small amounts of marijuana, that, that's actually not accurate. I can look up the facts on that and find out the truth. And I just really wish that people were being more truth finders in 2016, and maybe we wouldn't be in the situation we're in right now. Voting. Overwhelm the vote. Exhaust the vote. We ain't just rocking it. We're not just rocking the vote. That's some 90s stuff. We leave no margin for error. We make sure that we have so many votes that so many people are participating in democracy that it can't die. This country has a... Pr the biggest problem with this country, the biggest crisis we have in America, is people not voting. How can you live in a place where you are... A, where you have the right to elect officials and you choose to forego that right because, you know, you feel like your vote doesn't matter. Well, first of all, that's a false philosophy. All votes matter. Everybody lives in a district. And those districts have representatives. And you vote for those people. It's like New York 11. It's where I live. Voted for Max Rose. Max Rose is in that Problem Solvers Caucus or something. So you know I'm all over his Facebook and his Twitter trolling him every time he does something stupid. Have accountability. These people don't... If you... You vote for these people. If they don't do what you voted for them to do, vote them out. This is what we're here for. This is democracy. We don't have kings and queens. That's why we left. That's why we left England. Because we wanted to have free and fair elections and give power to the people and all that stuff. We're about four minutes in. This is a good time to just say again. I know it's at the top. It'll probably be later. But I just want to let you guys know that all of the views and opinions <laughs> expressed on this podcast are that of my own and not of my employer. Not at all of my employer. I did not check with my employer. I am not making assumptions about my employer's thoughts and beliefs. 
All I know is that the words that come out of my mouth on Dies in Your House are the words of me, Jay Porks, alone, and not of anybody that pays me any money to do a job during the day. Just putting that out there. I enjoy my job. I want to keep it. So, this ain't that. It's America, man. We got democracy. Democracy on deck, fam. No, but like, if people don't vote, if people go around, oh, my vote doesn't count. Oh, they're just going to take your money and spend it on whatever they want. They're going to get rich. Well, you're helping that. If you believe that. Because that's like the ultimate voter suppression. Is convincing people. If anybody's seen the Roger Ailes thing on Showtime. I actually haven't watched it yet. I just saw uh, I saw the trailer for it. And that thing looks like a really good piece of good piece of business that I'm gonna check out. But the biggest one of the biggest voter suppression operations is convincing American people, convincing the American people that their vote doesn't matter. That because their state is this color, that their vote doesn't matter. And that's a fallacy. And you guys can't buy into that. And if we just get out there in droves and overwhelm and exhaust the vote, we're not gonna, there's not going to be any room for Vladimir Putin and whoever, whatever other foreign power wants to pick our next president. Here for all of it. We came over to this country. Nobody was a citizen because this country wasn't a thing. If they put a citizenship question on the sentence on the census, democracy's over. That's it. Because at this point, I mean, how many times? Maybe if you ignore the rule of law once or twice or three times, but how many times? How many times can the rule of law just be completely and utterly ignored before it doesn't mean anything anymore. That's all I'm wondering. They went to the Supreme Court, the conservative Supreme Court, with the stolen, with the stolen, uh, seat, with the drunky rapey boy seat you couldn't even get the citizenship question on the census through the supreme court because you got your cabinet is full of liars and thieves couldn't get it on the supreme court ruled 5-4 Roberts And you mean to tell me that you went to the Supreme Court to get a decision? You got that decision? And you decided that that's not good enough for you? After you... After Mitch McConnell blocked Merrick Garland, and then we forced frat boy, frat rapey boy through, that's two extra conservative seats that would have been Democrat had, you know... Had Mitch McConnell been normal, and had 2016's elections been normal, we would have had 5-4 liberal on the bench. 
and they would have came to the same conclusion, which was putting a question of citizenship on the census is unconstitutional. The census isn't about counting American citizens. The census is about counting who is here, the amount of bodies we have. And I don't need to get into the whole geopolitics of it. The census is important to count the amount of people we have so we can decide how many districts states have and how many elected officials each area has. This is, it's important. And if you put a citizenship question on the census, then people who are undocumented immigrants are going to not take the census. They're not going to answer those questions, and therefore your count is going to be screwed up. And therefore, billions of dollars are going to be misappropriated to other places because you didn't have the right numbers on how many people live in your damn country. So really, maybe, maybe, we should start paying attention to how many times the rule of law gets ignored. The Supreme Court, the conservative Supreme Court came back and said, yeah, executive orders, executive action to put the put a citizenship question on the census? I thought when Obama did executive actions, that that was, that that was uh, tyrannical. I thought that was crazy. And this is more important. Every time an executive order is written, remember that's more fuel for the fire for you to vote. Because when we get a Democrat in office, and all this executive action was okay before? Ooh, I can't wait! Maybe we'll get executive action on some climate. Maybe we'll get executive action on healthcare. Maybe we'll get executive action on DACA. Maybe we'll get executive action on, how about we'll just have an executive order to undo all of Trump's executive orders? How about that? Would that work out for me? That'd work out for you. I'd vote for anybody that runs on that platform. We're gonna undo all this shit. That's what I want. That's the platform. Democrat 2020. To undo all this shit. Works for me. As long as it ain't Tulsi Gabbard, I'm fine. And that other old guy. Seriously. And it's the 4th of July, man. That's a good segue. <laughs> I'm not the king of segues there. Uh, it's the 4th of July, man. 4th of July is about independence. Independence Day. We freed ourselves from kings and queens and parliament and taxes. And we came over here. Wrote a constitution. 13 colonies. Old glory. All that stuff. We did that got on a boat and went to a land we had no idea what was over there think about going to a place and you don't know that there's food I mean it's just that's just some next level independence right there literally the definition of independence on the 4th of July like and screw the the military parade. We're not even... That's not even a thing. That is something authoritarian dictators do. And if this clown wants to do that, and 
lower America's standing in the world a little more, I mean, we're, we're heading down to rock bottom pretty fast here in this country. Where we got camps at the border. Which, by the way, I got something. I got it. People don't like it being called concentration camps. And I understand that. Technically, concentration, you could use that for prisons. You can use that for... There's a bunch of different ways you can use the term concentration camps when talking about a group of people in, engulfed in an area. Technically, technically, the term concentration camp doesn't mean Hebrews being put to death. But a lot of people get antsy when they hear that. So I got a name. My dad helped me come up with it. Are you ready? Concentration camps. That's it. Got it. Because he liked... Trump likes to put his name on things. So you need to put his name on this. Concentration camps. That's what they are. Did you see the conditions? Is that America? Is that what you think the people on the May... Do you think people on the Mayflower... Was it the Mayflower? Do you think people on that first boat coming to America? Do you think when they got here, they saw a bunch of people trying to come into their land after them and were like, nah, you can't come? Well, technically, they saw people that were here first and they were like, nah, you out. But, you know, that Native American genocide is another story for another day. And it's a long story. So we're over here, man. Celebrating independence on the 4th of July. And what you, the, the way to be American... And listen, man, you can be American... Like, just because right now, like, our country is... I'm very ashamed to be from this country. Like, if I went to another country, I'd probably not say I was from America. Like, our country looks real bad right now. And we are no longer the example setters of the world. But on this 4th of July, if, you know, the way to celebrate, and yeah, man, we can hang a flag. Like, again, I'm not, the, I'm not a guy that likes flags and stuff. Because I know where I live. I don't need to, you know, I don't ever forget, oh, what country I'm in, let me look down at my shirt. Like, I never thought that. Oh, where am I? Let me look at my flagpole outside. Like, I know where I'm at. I know where I live. But a lot of people, they like to, you know, get the flags going on the 4th of July. And that's cool. The way... You know, you can be patriotic. Because, right, I mean, it's togetherness, family, unity. Get together with your family, have a barbecue, have some fun, look at each other and say, well, at least we're not, a, you know, at least you and I are not, you know, dead. Or at least you and I are not, like, you know, forced to go overseas to fight or something like that. We're home. Enjoy the 4th of July. Unity, family, togetherness. I'm down. I'm with it. I can get on board with that. I can pull up to that all day. 
I don't like fireworks. Now, I'm not saying that fireworks are, are, you know, the devil or something. I'm not, no, I just, I don't like loud noises. I don't like shocking loud noises. Fireworks are very pretty. Like, if I go to a fireworks show, cool. But, like, I live in a, a very redneck, you know, white trash condo complex here in Staten Island. Or, as I call it, North Texas. And it's, you know, people have been testing out their fireworks for a week already. I hear things randomly. Like, what is that? Is it? Are we at war? You know, I, I, you don't know anymore. There might have been a tweet and we might be at war. You don't know. So I always wondered, like, why? Why fireworks? Why is fireworks the symbol of freedom? And I believe, this is something I say every year on this podcast. My theory is that fireworks are a side effect of the military-industrial complex. Listen to me. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. So, in America, if we don't, we go blow shit up, right? So fireworks, when we blow shit up in the yard, that's like the example of, okay, Timmy, this is what we do to countries full of brown people if they don't like, if they don't listen to what we're saying. This is what we do to countries that are free, that aren't doing what we like them to do. We go in there, and we blow shit up so Pepsi can build another plant in Nicaragua or something. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. It's a very alpha, very masculine, it's very disgusting display of freedom that we have. I mean, if you... I mean, I don't want to steal a line from Bill Hicks, although I do it all the time, but, like, if you think you're free, try walking around without any fucking money. See how free you are. You ain't free. You ain't free. So my... My, uh, plead. I'm pl- my, my... I'm pleading with everyone blowing up fireworks. Please, just... Can you all blow up your, like, fireworks? Like, can a whole block get together and do it together? We don't need 26 houses on a block and everybody has their own fireworks display. It's out of sync, that's mad annoying, and that's mad dangerous. And also, what about the dogs and the cats, man? And the babies? Like, dogs, there are people taking, there are people staying at shelters tonight. To hang out with the dogs who are gonna be scared of the odd explosions in the street. It's disgusting. If uh, they want to be fireworks by the Staten Island Ferry, if you want to have firework displays in your town, whatever, each town should have one. Cool. But when you start basically blowing up stuff on your block in front, in your driveway, I'm, I'm sorry, that's just some That's some redneck white trash stuff that I can't get on board with. I can't. I don't like loud noises. 
I like, that's why I don't like Trump, because I don't like loud noises. I like calm, peace, and tranquility. I don't need somebody mashing every button. I don't need somebody screaming. I don't need that in my life. I'm too stressed out for this. I'm way, I mean, I can't anymore. Every day it's something new. And this is why voting is important. And this is why we have to get out the vote. Because every, all my complaints, first of all, let me just, I got a good job now. I got a job I like now. Imagine that. Crazy. It only took me over 30 years to get one. But I got a job that I enjoy now. A job that I literally go there and deal with no B, and I'm not saying like, oh, it's an easy job. I've had easy jobs before. I mean, I have a well-paying best paying job I ever had that I don't hate going to okay if I can just get my country back in order here then like I would have no there would be nothing wrong with my life and that would be a tough spot for me and that would be a very weird podcast and you should stay tuned because that my friends would be a podcast that, that's worth the price of admission. Because for, I don't, what was it, 2013? For years I've been doing a podcast complaining about things. Imagine if for once things worked out for me. Imagine that. That would be something different. And don't we all like different? Isn't that what we strive for? Different? Isn't that why we came here? For something different? From Parliament? Freedom? Yeah, you're free. You're free to do what we tell you. Dies in your house. Exclusively on Least Goes Radio.